From the game gurus at Snakes and Lattes, you're listening to the Snakes Cast, a proud member of the Dice Tower Network. Welcome to the Snakes Cast, everybody. I'm Jonathan Moriarty. With me this week are my compatriots Thomas Burton. Hi. And Maddie McLean. Hey. And uh, we're going to be talking about a serious medical issue that afflicts many gamers. Uh, many people who play games suffer from this condition, AP, the dreaded AP, analysis paralysis. A condition that causes somebody to take forever to take their turn. They can't decide what to do. They rearrange the letters on their Scrabble rack for ages. They just will not take their turn. Guys, do you suffer from analysis paralysis? I'm going to go out on a limb and say that every gamer will suffer from analysis paralysis at one point or another, usually in every game. This happens to people every day. I tend to um, try to like cut myself off when I feel it happening. Like if I'm like, oh, I've kind of just run over the same three options in my head. Right. When you feel the AP settling in. Yeah, and it's like, okay, I'm just making a move. <laughs> Got any friends or relatives who uh, are famous for doing this? Oh my god, yes. Okay, okay you, you must have a story. Uh, I just remember there's one person who I play games with frequently, and he will frequently take forever, but not because he is thinking, but because he just likes talking. <laughs> so he will talk through his turn, and then just won't do anything, and he'll go through and talk through another turn, and just won't do anything. His voice just gets higher and higher and louder and louder. And a rising scale. Wow. Yeah. As, as the paralysis just sort of sets in, the rigor mortis affects the... Oh, my goodness. How about you, Thomas? Um, well, actually, when you mentioned the Scrabble thing, I was reminded of... Uh, my, there's a joke in my family about playing Scrabble with my aunt, uh, who takes forever, and my dad and my uncle always joke that they're going to start a chess game on the side <laughs> while, while she takes her turn in Scrabble. Is, um, there, was a, there was a game group I used to play with, and with apologies, there's a fellow named T who was in this group, and he was famous for, for his analysis paralysis, and uh, the phrase, come on T, is something people would use as a catchphrase whenever anybody was taking too long, even if T wasn't there. The phrase, come on T, would become a thing, and people would describe themselves as having a T turn. You know, this particular turn, they've got a lot of things to figure out, it's going to be their T turn for this game. So, but chances are most of you in the audience also have this. This is a widespread condition. It's a serious problem, and we're going to go into it in depth this episode. So where does analysis paralysis come from? What's, what, what is the cause of AP? I think there's this innate thought in everyone's head that I'm going to make the wrong turn. And mm. people don't want to make the wrong turn. <laughs> and everyone wants to be like perfect every time and look like they're doing the best. Yeah, definitely a lot of it comes from perfection. I think... Oh, I, I think a lot of it comes from just um, like being overwhelmed for, by options. Uh, and That's so true. The, the more different things you can do with a turn, in yeah. some ways, uh, the, the more likely you are to suffer from AP on that turn. And that's why I think you see, like, especially at Snakes, like most AP happens uh, first time you're learning a game. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, what, what do I do? There's all this stuff. I don't know what the best thing to do is. Um, so people think if they can just like brute force it with their brain, they'll find the answer. <laughs> and uh, you know, games are, well, with the exception of cooperative games, they're sort of an inherently competitive thing. People want to play their best, and that's a good instinct. You know, I mean, you want to provide a challenge for the other players. They're not there for a walkover. They're there to be challenged. 
So you want to play your best game. But if there's so many different possibilities, then it can be hard to catch them all. There's, um, I think in a, in a way for, for some people who are more you know, designy types like me, uh, we kind of want to see all the possibilities that are present there. We want to sort of appreciate the beauty of all these things and how they all fit together and all the intricacies. And I can, I can, uh, that bit you were mentioning about your friend who talks a lot, Maddie. And it's, I kind of want sometimes to have a running commentary going, oh, but if I do this and that, and then I get to, oh, but isn't that good? Because yeah. then I could, yeah. it's, it, 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 you kind of get caught up in it. And it can unfortunately get kind of easy to forget that not necessarily everybody at the table feels the same way about this as you do. And yeah. maybe tapping their fingers and getting a little bit bored. So are, are some games more prone to this problem than others? You know, like we mentioned Scrabble already, that one's famous for making people take forever. What, uh, what, what are some other games or types of games where, where you tend to see this happen? Well, I think it's, it's present in all games. Like I've seen people have AP with Jenga. And Jenga, <laughs> Jenga is not deep strategy. It's true. But, it's true. It's, it's, well, it, I guess maybe the pressure in Jenga, the fact that one mistake in that game is all it would take to make that tower come tumbling down. But in, in, in a, in a real-time game like Pit, for example, where you're throwing cards around the table deliberately trying to be as fast as possible, or Ghost Blitz, um, I, I can't really see analysis paralysis being an issue there. Yeah, I actually have seen people AP Pit a little bit. Really? Uh, well, yeah. not so much. That's impressive. It, it's, it's not so much AP. I guess that has more to do with, like, wait, I'm just supposed to start shouting? <laughs> um... <laughs> But, That's true. Yeah. At, the, at the very beginning, when you're first learning a game, it's it's true, like what you were saying before, that uh, the, the pressure of not knowing what to do yeah. can sort of have that set in. But and the more and you like, play a game, also, the more familiar you get with it, the more you're familiar with its mechanics. Yeah. I think AP is just a natural part of the learning process, if anything, mm -hmm. because it's just showing you that there is there are so many options that you can do, and if you haven't tried them out before, you're nervous to try them out the first time. Well, even experts can get stuck on it too sometimes. I mean, consider chess, for example. This is a game where in tournament situations, there's a special clock that you have to use, and it counts down while it's your turn, and you have two hours to play your game. And uh, you know, it's, it's, it's frozen while it's the other player's turn, but if you run out of time on your clock, you forfeit. And that's there specifically to deal with analysis paralysis among chess players, and these are people who really know their game. But uh, maybe, I, th I think that may actually be part of it. Uh, any, a perfect information game. We talked about perfect information before. A game where everybody can see every detail of the game on the board. There's nothing hidden. There's nothing random. It means you could, like you were saying, Thomas, brute force your way through it, theoretically. Yeah. Uh, you could actually figure out all possible ways this could turn out. And if you can, then you can make the ideal move. But the problem is that a game like chess... Even a supercomputer can't brute force it, and like there are, you have to pick strategies to actually. You, you know, do trim, eventually trim have your to decision give in. tree, but uh, I guess we trick ourselves into thinking that we could. Yeah, I think I think you kind of hit the nail on the head, though, Thomas. Like when you have a strategy in play, you know what to do, and you are much easier. You'll have a much easier turn on your time, time on your turn. <laughs> but when you're just kind of learning it or starting out with it, you'll realize that you know. You're, you're trying to pick a strategy the first time you do it. You're trying to figure out what's the best thing for you to do. And that's usually where the AP and I can normally come from. Yeah. Games with um, a lot of like path dependency, uh, I feel suffer from it too, where like, you know, your first couple of turns, you're kind of like 
putting yourself into you know a stream of strategies. Right, stuff that's dependent on other stuff. In like, order to be able to do this, I first have to do that. In order to do that, I first have to do this. Yeah, like Puerto Rico or something, where there's high synergy between the buildings, and it's like, okay, if I'm gonna, if I want to get that building, I'm gonna need to get this building first, and then I'm gonna need to get that one. So you have to consider all these things at once. Yeah, and so on your first turn, it's like, okay, which option is the best one to pick right now? Because this is going to determine how the rest of my game goes. Another form of this I've seen it take is in negotiation games, where you've got two or three people who really have to go through every possibility of a deal that they could make. And that can cause a game to just slow to a crawl. <laughs> it's like, well, what if you gave me three sheep instead of two, and I gave you a wood and an ore yeah. instead of a oh wood and a clay? Then it's that, that can bring a game of Settlers of Catan to a screeching halt as well. Um, but uh, I think in cases like that, you really do need a timer. But you know what? Let, let's talk about some possible remedies for analysis paralysis once we've gotten onto that. If you've got somebody in your game group who suffers from analysis paralysis, you, you have to do something about it in, in most cases. How can we help people like this? You yell at them. Again, come on, T. That's, that's sort of, there are various different ways of sort of browbeating people into doing this. Uh, we mentioned timers with chess. Um, what else? How can you do this? One thing I've... Because I was going to say there's a bit of a... Um, a side thing with analysis paralysis is like taking back moves. And oh, having, right. That's, wait a second. No, I don't want to do that. I want to do exactly. That. Having a fairly lenient take-back policy mm -hmm. can, slow, can remedy analysis paralysis a bit because people don't feel so locked into their stuff. You know, as long as it's within a reasonable time and stuff. Although, going too far on that side, you can get into just... Uh, we're playing Rewind the game. Right. Several <laughs> moves later, you wind yeah. up with, oh, I was supposed to do this instead of that. Um, you ever threaten to make somebody's turn for them, or skip their turn if they want, if they don't go? Yeah. I don't know if I've <laughs> ever actually made that threat. It's it's actually gotten that bad, Maddie. You've had to actually. Well, I've been threat. Like I remember. Yeah, that's the nuclear option, right? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I just remember like we would play Risk at my house, and oh boy, everyone would ask me, "What do I do next?" And of course, I would set them up so I would win. I love serves them right. You know. It's my not my there. fault that you're not playing my strategy, and my strategy is to win. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right, well, other things we can do. Uh, you can lower the pressure in a game, I think. Because I, th I think that wanting to play your best and that fear of getting it wrong, like you guys were saying before, is part of it. So you can, you can lower the pressure in a game by just being more casual about it, um, or by choosing games that uh, have some randomness in them or hidden information so that... You know, like Thomas is saying about chess, even the supercomputer can't figure it out. But if you, if you make it so that it's even more obvious, like with these random elements, yeah. that might also sort of do it. Um, if the game is fast enough, like plan your time so that you're going to play twice. Hmm. Um, yeah. Because then you, because something you mentioned earlier, Jonathan, is that desire to kind of like explore the game and like figure out all the different possibilities. You can explore a lot more twice, playing twice than you can playing you once. You can do yeah. that, yeah. That's very cool. So, uh, I, I, in, ex in extremis, you've got the nuclear option, just making the turn for them. Uh, you can also just accept that somebody's going to take a long time and make sure that you have plenty of other things to talk about when it's their turn, the other players. Yeah. Uh, are there any <laughs> Play people... chess on the side. Exactly. <laughs> uh, have you ever just uh, had somebody who had this so bad that you just wouldn't invite them to join a game? I've never had that. No, I think... Gaming is kind of one of those universal things. And usually when people suffer from analysis paralysis, I think it's because they don't know or they're mm. not 
comfortable enough with maybe gaming in general to be able to do something like this. It's possible, but uh, it, it seems a shame to have to go that far yeah. with this. So, all right, as game gurus, when you have a table or somebody suffers from AP, how do you help them? You get them Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jenga. Um, <laughs> well, you just said that Jenga suffers from AP. Yeah. Or does, I, I've I also seen people AP cards against humanity. Yeah, me too. You really? Get, well, no, you get the people like... I cannot believe what I'm hearing have, here. Have you never had people like pull you over? Which of these two cards should I play? I've never had that Or which of me. these two should I pick as the funniest? I've had I've had that. I've had the, I've had the judge occasionally. Uh, I've had people ask me what card to play so many times. But, um, so kind of like what I mentioned with how for first time, like the first time you're playing it's a big deal. I like to um, eliminate options right off the bat mm. by saying, because there's lots of games where you've got a lot of options, but a lot of them just don't make sense at the beginning to take. Mm. Puerto Rico being another great example, you're not going to take the craftsman or the trader or the captain as your first action because they don't do anything for yeah, you. Right it's a now. famously complicated game, but those first few actions are pretty constrained. There's yeah. only a few things that make sense, so it sort of eases you into it. It's, I think that may be one of the reasons why it's so popular. How about you, Maddie? What do you do for a group who, uh, who suffers from this problem? Well, generally, all you can do is, you know, say, well, basically examine your strategy and what do you want to accomplish in this game. There's some people who are just going to play end up playing games that they don't want. That's that. That's always a shame. Yeah. yeah. But uh, and ultimately, you know, you know, you know what I've actually found is my favorite, uh, the best way to deal with this. You say, okay, repeat after me. It's only a game. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Because that's the story. You know, we're all trying to play our best, but it's only a game. And one of the reasons why games are better than real life is that if you mess up, it's okay. You can play again, and yeah. nobody got hurt. So uh, if you have any friends who suffer from analysis paralysis, we hope that uh, you found this episode useful in dealing with this terrible affliction. Only you can stop AP. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Moriarty with Thomas Burton and Maddie McLean. Game on. Thanks for listening. Snakes and Lattes offers a unique service for your next party. Snakes on the go, board game catering. Your own personal game guru and an assortment of our hottest games right in your living room or boardroom. Birthdays, anniversaries, corporate team building, everything is more fun with board games. Visit snakesandlattes.com slash SOTG for more details or to book your event today. Until next time, I'm P.T. Douglas. Game on.